Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This week, we have the fantasy sports guru from Anthem Sports and Entertainment's Game Plus Network. I'm talking about my man, Mr. Chris Meany. Chris is going to be telling us all about his brand new show, Dangle Bet Selly, which he co-hosts with Impact Wrestling legend Eric Young. Yeah, <laughs> this is a fun one here. Also later in the show, I'll be giving my list of the top five pro wrestlers who would make great goons in the NHL. Oh, goodness. But before we get to any of that, folks, this episode is sponsored by our friends over at the River City Wrestling Con. In fact, check out this special message from the two-time WWE Hall of Famer, Booker T. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Booker T, six-time world champion. Yes, I will be appearing at the River City Wrestling Con Sunday, June 12th in Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Q&A going down, guys. So get your questions ready. Don't miss out. Don't get shut up. And I'll see you there. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hi, my name is Chris Meany of FTN Network. I am a sports enthusiast, broadcaster, producer, host, analyst, uh, covering all the four major sports in the world, including a little PGA, but I am a huge, huge hockey fan and NHL fan and the co-host of Dangle Bet Selly with my guy, the Eric Young which you can catch on Anthem Sports and Entertainment and Game Plus Network every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Well, listen, Chris Meany, first and foremost, dangle bet Selly. I feel like this is like the secret code word to uh, get into a speakeasy or something here. So <laughs> let's, let's, start from, let's start from the top here. What does dangle bet Selly mean? Yeah, it's a great question and one that Eric and I get quite a bit. And, you know, I I can't remember who at FTN came up with the idea, but Eric and I both play pickup hockey and we always chat after, you know, we play games. If we had any nice little moves, if anybody had a goal and we're able to celebrate and dangle is just a... It's a hockey term. It's like deking. It's it's what the kids say these days when they're dangling in around their buddies, a nice little maneuver. And if they score a goal, then they have a nice little celebration. A little selly is what they call it. Like Alex Ovechkin. Uh, I don't know if Eric and I are hanging off the glass after goals, but we're certainly celer- celebrating when we're playing our beer league pickup hockey. So dangle, bet, selly. It's a, it's a show really catered to the NHL. We dive through all the games from a fantasy hockey standpoint, from a real life NHL standpoint, we call some goals, some shot props some point props. We try to pick winners. So it is a betting show. And we want to get that term in there too. So dangle 
bet. If you get those bets right, then you sell it. Hopefully that's uh, what people can get away from it. You know, Chris, one of the things that I really appreciate about the NHL is just the fact that at some point something changed. And I want to say it was around 2000, 2001-ish where they really started to embrace innovation and and changing the sport for the better, making it faster, making it more exciting, attracting new fans, attracting you know the young people, and and really getting people back into what it means to be uh, hockey fans. And with shows like Dangle Bet Selly, you're really taking it to the next level because you're making it fun to not only follow along from a fantasy standpoint, but you know hopefully make a couple bucks while we do it here. Give me your take on just the way that the NHL has evolved especially over the past couple of decades here. I mean, am, am I am I right in what I'm saying here with my observations? You absolutely are, Duke. You're, you're spot on, man. Um, the NHL, I think a few years ago, they were looking to get more offense in their game. And that's kind of when I remember it. I know in the early 90s, actually probably mid-90s to the late 90s, uh, a team that comes to mind, the New Jersey Devils. They were so sound defensively. They played a little bit of a trap style. They were strong in goal with Martin Brodeur. I remember watching games against the Devils where you hardly crossed the center line against this team. They're, they're just so sound. They didn't give up a whole lot. And then a few years after that, I feel like they they got rid of the two line pass. They just like the red line is still there. When you go to a game, you still see the red line. It is there at center ice. But back in the day, you couldn't make a pass from your own end, crossing your blue line and crossing the red line. They'd call that down a two line pass. That's when I started to see more offense in the game. You could pass from one end of the ice to the other end of the ice. Of course, if you weren't offside of the opposing team's blue line, it created a little bit more they were looking for more goals in the game. They wanted it to be more exciting. There's some odd people that I'm not saying that they're odd, but there's the occasional person that likes a, a nice defensive game where the goalies are standing on their head. One, nothing two one, things like that. And we are going to see that stuff. And we've already seen it here in the playoffs, but people want goals. They want excitement. When you go to a game, you see a few goals, you're excited. You're on the edge of your seat. They were, I guess, loose back in the day with with penalties not being called you can get away with basically anything that doesn't seem to be the case anymore they're really starting to to do a decent job i guess they still have some work to do duke but getting you know protecting the star players in the league the exciting players you don't want guys you know getting whacked all the time on the hands and the wrist so we're starting to see you know more penalties get called and it creates a little bit more offensively but we're having some young kids in the game today that are absolutely electrifying of course you got Austin Matthews there in Toronto 60 goals this season it's like the new Alex Ovechkin he's scoring left right and center and then you have kids like Trevor Zegras who you know came out I don't want to say he came out of nowhere he was a top prospect you know picked by the Ducks in the first 10 picks a couple of years ago but I don't know Duke if you're able to see or your listeners able to see some of the goals that he has scored this season you know you got the behind the net Michigan he's flipping the puck over on his stick and he's putting it around from behind the net and he puts it back in you had the NHL skills competition this past year which some people are like, you know, it's an all-star skills competition. It's not totally fantastic, exciting to watch. Man, these young players today made it exciting to watch, putting a blindfold over their eyes and still like stick handling down the ice and and flipping it over Spinorama and scoring, actually scoring a goal like that, Trevor Segrist did in, in the skills comp. So there's a lot of young players in the game today. You know, social media is huge as well. They're doing a good job of advertising some of these younger players. You still have some older coaches, like John Tortorella said, it wasn't good for the game of hockey to have Zegers flip the puck behind the net over to his teammate and him batted through the air like, you know, uh, Mike Trout at the plate and and scoring a goal. I, I think that stuff is really good for the game. To your point, it's evolving. 
you're starting to see some of the skill and coaches coaches are allowing some of these younger players to play freely and do whatever they want to do on the ice and of course you scale it back a little bit when it comes time to <laughs> to play for Lord Stanley but you're I, I am personally seeing uh, more creativity in the game Oh, 100 percent. You know, it, it can't be understated. The attraction and the ability to build new fans through some of these other mediums that are related to the game, but slightly outside of the game. I mean, I can know I can tell you for myself, growing up in Boston, which is a hockey town, we know that, right? Boston Bruins, all the history and what have you here. I learned who the players were and I learned the rules of hockey by playing games like Wayne Gretzky hockey on yeah. NES or playing yeah, I, Blades I, of Steel, as silly as that sound. But it, it these video games drew me into having a better understanding of what this sport is. And then you have other things that come along. Fast forward to today, where when we talk about fantasy sports and how huge it is, and you know a show like yours, Dangle Bet Selly, where people can listen to it in podcast form if they just want to hear the audio. People can watch you now on TV and watch you in Game Plus. You know, there's there's places that you can get information, and it's packaged in a manner where you don't insult the intelligence of your audience. You break it down in small enough pieces that they can understand. You make it fun. There's a way to make some money. It feels like a a club that everybody would want to be part of. And this all is goodwill for the NHL. It helps grow the sport because you're being inclusive. You're trying to reach as many people as possible and let them know that this is a, a cool thing to be a part of. Do you feel like an ambassador when you put something together like this, like a dangle bet, Sally? Man, I never really thought about it like that, to be honest, as you just laid it all out like that perfectly. And that's what we really want this show to be about. And that's what Eric and I have just, you know, we've we've strived to make it about the viewers and the other people. Also, we would like to, you know, bring in some people who are just loose hockey fans and, you know, help them learn the sport for sure. And like you said, maybe win a couple bucks on the side and then it's all gravy. It's great. But if they can get something like some entertainment out of it, learn a thing or two about the sport, maybe bring them in and have them watch more hockey games. It's great. I'll give a shout out to my producer, uh, George, who runs the show for us. And, you know, before we started doing the show, he hardly knew anything about hockey. He just and now he's he's watching games at the edge of, on the edge of his seat and he's excited about the games. And, and of course, he he sprinkles a little bit of cash here and there on some things, but also just sitting back without any money on the line and watching. Uh, we try to make the show about everybody. And I think we've created a little bit of a family, which does feel great. We have, you know, some people that are hanging out with us live every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 Eastern and watching with us. They're giving their own takes on the game and we incorporate those takes into the show. Like, oh, wow. Like, even if we don't agree with one of the takes, we bring it up. We put it on the screen and we have a fun conversation about that. I think people uh, see their comment on the screen on TV, on Game Plus Network at Anthem Sports and Entertainment, and it feels like they're part of the show. And and I've gotten that same that sort of feedback from, from some of our viewers and they're appreciative and so am I that they take the time to hang out with us and they're not afraid to ask a question to see feel silly about about anything like that somebody said the other day they're watching hockey for the first time here they were they wanted to get some nba bets and there was no basketball on on the thursday so they wanted some hockey stuff and they watched angle bet sally and we were talking up nathan mckinnon of the abs and you know just a, an electric player 
and he scored a goal in the first minute and we all had some fun because we had uh we had Nathan McKinnon to score the first goal of the game so already it's you know it's profitable for them and they're having some fun and even if the bet doesn't work they're still like oh you know this is fun this is new for me it's it's a hockey game wow and then they ask the question how come Nathan McKinnon I mean he's so good it's a 60 minute game how come he's not playing nearly all of the game right as a basketball fan he's thinking LeBron plays you know 46 you know he's he's playing as much as he can in in a in a game but in hockey how come Nathan McKinnon's only hanging out for 22 23 minutes when you know he could play 50 minutes and you know you explain the sport a little bit more teams roll four lines some good players don't kill penalties they're just you know power play guys uh in and they learn the sport he's like ah, I didn't really think I would want to ask that question because I thought it'd feel silly but you know, Eric Young is fantastic. He'll tell you he is an absolute fantasy hockey psycho. I believe him, and I don't know where he finds the time, Duke. I believe him when he says that he watches 300 games. 300 games in a season. He's texting me overseas where hockey's starting at 5.36 in the morning about a goal or a shot or a save. So I absolutely believe him that he is a, a big hockey psycho. So we have fun with it. I don't know if we feel like we're, uh, you know, if an ambassador of the sport, but... You know, shot props are something that's new here in the NHL over the past couple of years. And that's one of the things that I like to do on the show and, and you know, try to tell people where I think the offense is going to come from. They can get a fantasy spin from it. We talk about their favorite players, their favorite teams. And like I said, they could they could maybe sprinkle a little something on on some of that. So I think we're helping the sport grow, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we have some new time, new hockey fans that are that are in and that are watching. And from a betting standpoint, you know, really seeing sports take off here over the past couple of years, covering the majority of the sports from a betting angle. And not a lot of people would talk about hockey picks or hockey bets or a hockey betting show. I, I never saw any of that over the past couple of years. I'm starting to see more and more of it. And it, you know, it's been pretty profitable so far, knock on wood. Well, anyone asking uh, why someone isn't on the ice for the full 60 minutes, let me just say this. I've I've uh, been on ice skates and played a little hockey uh, as a kid in East Boston and our rinks there. And, and I've even been all the way up to Vermont and played on ponds uh, and even lakes, you know, frozen lakes and what have you here. Nice. That It is very, very difficult. I, I wasn't any good. I'll be honest with you there, Chris. So I can't even imagine playing 60 minutes at the highest level straight without taking a break. Good luck to that. I don't know if that's going to happen there for anybody. My goodness. But Eric Young, this guy is just completely crazy. <laughs> legitimately one of the most intelligent, entertaining, and just high-energy people that probably has walked the face of the planet. And I mean, one of the one of the most decorated uh, wrestlers in Impact Wrestling history. Okay, let's just get that out there. Literally a, a real-life cartoon character. When you, when you see him on TV, when you hear his voice, it's just like, whoa. What is going on with this dude here? So, so when you first met Eric Young, and 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 going from that point to now, where you're actually uh, hosting this show with him, Dangle Betselli, I mean, what's going through your mind, Chris? Are, are you do you wake up and just say, is this guy for real, or is he from like another planet or something? <laughs> yeah, I've been saying for for years, Duke, that this guy is from another planet. He is an absolute beast. He is unreal, and he's such. Um, 
he's such a just a nice guy and that's what's the best thing about him is he's such a good dude and he, he could seem maybe intimidating if you watch him in the ring or you see him doing some promos it's like holy crap like that dude is scary but he is just like he's a teddy bear and he may not want me to say that but the guy is like he is such a a, a great human being i remember the first time i was working at anthem sports and entertainment at a company it was fantasy sports network it was the first ever 24 7 fantasy it was first ever 24 7 TV channel dedicated to fantasy sports. It was a little bit of betting at that time, but it was mostly just fantasy sports and a lot of football. And of course, I'm the I'm the crazy Canadian that just loves hockey. And then Eric is, you know, also from Canada and loves hockey as well. And I, I forget who linked us up. Maybe a shout out to Nando Dofino or it was certainly maybe Chad Midgley as well. Just, you know, Eric Young, big wrestler, loves hockey. And he wants to get into kind of broadcasting and he, he plays fantasy hockey. He watches all the games. You want to have him on your show for a 10? I was like, you kidding me? Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. I would love to have this guy on the show to talk a little hockey. So he comes on with his Nashville Predators hat and, you know, he's got his muscle shirt on there and he's, he's ready to go. And, and I just want to talk wrestling with him. And I don't know too much about wrestling. And I just, it's like, I did, yeah, I'll ask him some hockey questions. And he just went off on a, a rant about hockey in the game. It's, and he loves the, the, I could tell right away the passion in this guy's eyes and the dedication to the sport. Uh, he, he was, he was a great guest and I'd have him on again. And then we parted ways a bit. We kept in touch. Uh, and then we worked together at the athletic and covering hockey. I was brought on there to to cover some fantasy sports and produce some podcasts and host a couple myself as well. And Eric and I got together again over there to do a fantasy hockey show. And it was just podcast audio. You can listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So not on TV, not not video. And we had some fun back and forth. We did that for a full season as well. And then, you know, the man tam- pandemic happened and, you know, he was busy and I got laid off at the athletic. And then I joined another company here at FTN. And again, hockey, I wanted to be, I wanted to do a hockey show again. And I thought, why not Eric Young, right? We play fantasy hockey together. Now we're in keeper leagues. We're in dynasty leagues. We text every day. We're watching games, not together, but kind of together on the phone, whether it's zoom or whatnot. So it is a dream to work with him. I have to like sometimes push him to kind of get mad a little bit. I want, I I want like hockey promos from him the way that he does his wrestling ones. Like you pick this guy right now, or you'll regret it forever. He's gonna get you three shots. He's gonna get you two goals. We're gonna win cash, and he does it. And he's a good sport about it. Everyone loves it. Uh, he is great. And again, when I say the nicest guy, I've I've seen a couple hockey games with him together. He came to Montreal. We watched a Canadians and Nashville Predators game at the Bell Center in Montreal. He brought his girl and we, we, you know, we took him around the city and we watched, uh, you know, at the time Montreal wasn't great. Nashville was kind of hanging out and it was actually the last game of the season before the NHL went on pause and, you know, it, we had the pandemic and they didn't come back for months later, but. Eric was so great. He brought me down to meet Roman Yossi, Victor Arvids, and all the Predators players. We had conversations with Pekka Rennie and some of those guys. He got us uh, probably 10 to 12 tickets in Nashville. There was a fantasy sports conference happening in Nashville. The Predators were playing that night against the Sabres. The dude got us all like a dozen tickets, took us out to a Wicked Burger joint before, just kind of showed us around the city and and again, just hung out with us afterwards. And we had the tickets in a row. And yeah, it just showed us a great time. Got down ice level after the game. And he really is uh, doing a whole lot. I don't. Again, I don't know where he finds the time. And, and good on him. Like he blew his knee out last year and still found a way to do the shows and train to get back to where he is now. And you know, I, I 
wish him nothing but the best. And I'm just so thrilled to be able to, to do this show with him. And like I said, Duke, just most of all, he is a, just a really good dude. He'll take, he'll, he'll just give you uh, the shirt off the back. He comes in with a new hockey Jersey on every show, a new one. We've done, we've done a ton of shows and the guy still has a new hockey Jersey every time he shows up. And yeah, he's a, he's a true hockey fan. I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that, that know that about him, but he really is. Well, shout out once again, Eric Young, a.k.a. EY, uh, really, really good dude. And Chris, that was a perfect Eric Young impersonation. That That was okay. (laughs) Not the best. (laughs) That was pretty good. But you know what I appreciate, too, Chris? You gave us a little little hint of part of your resume there. And I think that's really, really cool because – you are somebody who is so well accomplished in what you do. You've done a lot of podcasting. You've done a lot of hosting work. You are a a fantasy sports guru. You found a way to take your passion and turn it into your career. And what we're seeing, especially in this modern era here where digital content is so important and, and we need more and more and more out there, people are really paying attention to this new medium, this new way of consuming information. And, you know, a guy like yourself, you you figured it out, man, and you're knocking it out of the park. Do you have any advice for other people out there who are passionate about something and thinking about finding a way to turn it into their career like you have? Yeah, I appreciate the words, man. That is uh, super nice of you to say. Um, I, I think you, you kind of nailed it there when you were just going over passion. I, I think, you know, don't give up anything honestly is possible. I mean, I heard you, you as a Boston guy, I'm sure you heard that before with Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. I mean, dream big and why not? Right. And don't be afraid to, I think the biggest thing for me is don't be afraid to hear no, don't be afraid. Don't like ever get discouraged or, or give up. I mean, the path for me is, is, is crazy. I don't have to get into it deeply, but I, yeah, I've always been a big, big sports fan. I mean, I grew up playing hockey. I played against Sidney Crosby as a kid. I mean, I remember when I was 11, he was nine. He scored like seven goals in us. He kicked our butts. He was amazing. We knew that this guy was going to the show forever when we were kids, uh, kind of growing up in the same area as him. But hockey was always a passion. Sports was always a passion. I mean, there was always a game on in the house. I didn't know what I wanted to do growing up. I mean, as a kid, sure, I wanted to be in the NHL. You know, when that stuff is is, is tough. And even kids that are could be listening right now, I mean, still go for it, right? Try try your hardest, but I knew that I wanted to be in sports somehow, whether it was you know playing the game or reporting on it, being a reporter, being a broadcaster, some play by play. I took a radio and television program in a small community college, and it was really tough to find a job after that. I ended up going out west, working the oil patch, uh, writing articles on the side from a, just freelancing at a company, thinking I, eventually someday I'm going to you know do this for a full time job and. The oil oil patch thing was just, you know, until I could try to find something. And then a radio station launched back where I was from. I moved back home. It was mostly news and sports. I wanted to talk sports all the time. They knew that. They took away my sports broadcasting. I was like, that's it. I'm going back to school. I took more schooling uh, to get into sports. Uh, I shouted in Toronto College of Sports media. I, I did that. And that's where I met the Anthem Sports Entertainment guys, Anthony Ciccioni. I was doing some TV stuff with him and met Chad Midgley. And I'll never forget it was my first TV class in year two with Anthony Ciccioni. He's a big part of Anthem Sports and Entertainment. He said to me, he said that they were launching this first ever fantasy sports channel. And if anybody knew fantasy sports, you know, just kind of hit me up. And I had just started a website with my buddies for fun, writing about fantasy sports and games that night and talking about the players who did great the night before. 
And then I showed that to Anthony. And then I remember the next day, he's like, somebody's going to call you. It was Chad Midgley. And he said, how would you like to intern here after you're done? If it works out, we'll hire you. I was thinking to myself, are you kidding me? I'm actually going to talk sports. Like I never thought I'd go down this path. And it just, if you have a passion with something, don't give up. Don't give up on it. Try your best. I've been turned down hundreds of times for interviews. I found it so tough to get into this field. And I think the best advice, if you are a person that likes hockey or likes any other sport and you want to give any advice, start your own website, start your own podcast, you know, start your own little YouTube channel. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And, you know, from a betting standpoint, there's going to be highs and lows, you know, we're fortunate that things have worked out. We've went through some rough stretches, given some picks, but for the most part, it, it seems to be a profitable show, which is good, but don't get discouraged uh, about things. I would just say, continue to try your best. And like I said, Duke, I never thought I'd be here hosting a show with, with Eric Young, uh, a hockey show, a, which is a huge passion. And then sitting here with you talking about it, it is, uh, it is unbelievable. A little pinch me moment, but you know, again, any, anything is, is certainly possible. And if there is something that you love, um, get after it. I love it, man. I mean, you're you're definitely living a dream. And, and I like inspirational stories like that. I, I, I like to point out these things because part of the thing is when you're in the middle of it, it's very difficult to to see, you know, how incredible life can be because you're you're literally living it. So it's just normal to you. But for someone on the outside looking in who may be doing something that they have to do, but they have this skill, they have this this institutional knowledge because they are focused on this thing. Like yourself, you grew up playing youth sports. I'm shocked that you actually admit that Sidney Crosby kicked your butt. Oh, did he ever? <laughs> did he ever? In hockey? My, my claim you know? to fame, dude, is that I won one face-off out of the 10 against him. That's it. That's, uh, that's all I got. Listen, Chris, you're such a nice guy. Don't you know you're supposed to embellish a little bit and say, yeah, they, they, you know, it was, it was, uh, people were hanging off the rafters and it was a close game, but in the end, he just squeezed it out. But, you know, (laughs) yeah. No, no, he, I wish it went that way. It was a tight game, but the, what he dominated everybody. I mean, he had his own stick. I had a Paul Coffey Shearwood hockey stick. He had his own Crosby stick, which was just phenomenal. Uh, but no, he, uh, he, he's a good, he's a good sport and another nice guy, but yeah, man, I, I guess I should embellish that one a little bit. Yeah. We got to work on that one, Chris, but that's, <laughs> I, you know, talk to, talk to EY about that. It'll help you uh, work on your promo and on how to retell <laughs> that story to, uh, you know, make you look a little bit better on that one there, but I love it. I love it. That's good stuff. And I appreciate the fact that you shouted out some of the folks at Anthem Sports. Fantastic, fantastic team over there. And, and certainly, uh, Cindy Ronzoni, who is a great friend there. Shout out to her and the Access TV folks as well. Um, It's a team effort. It's a team effort. And and I love what you folks have put together, especially with this new Game Plus show, uh, this new division of your Dangle Bet Selly team here. I mean, it's it's really, really cool. And and Eric Young being a part of it with you, it's just that's a that's a winning combination for sure. So for everyone listening, what is the best way that they can keep up with Dangle Bet Selly? How can they watch it? How can they hear it? How can they place bets? Give us the whole nine yards there, Chris. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, Game Plus Network, I mean, it's a, always a great lineup over there. I have another show as well, Mean Streets, which airs Monday to Friday at 2 Eastern over there. And they also have other things all in football. Shout out with Jake Seeley's a, a football-based show, uh, Pat Mayo Experience. Uh, him and I used to work together at Anthem Sports and Entertainment with Anthony, with Chad, and Len and the 
the crew over there. So uh, you could watch it on Game Plus on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. It will actually air at 5 Eastern. We record live from my house and Eric's house, you know, wherever he is on the road. I mean, that's another thing that this guy is on the road uh, doing doing other things and still finding a way uh, to do this hockey show. But you can uh, you can watch for free at our FTN YouTube page, you know, um, I, I tweeted out all the time at Chris Meany, but FTN Network, FTNBets.com, one of our free websites. You can watch the replay there for free as well. But if you're subscribed to our YouTube page, you'll get notified right away when we put the show up and we schedule it. When we go live, you'll get notified. And then also, if you listen um, to your podcast on iTunes or Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever it is that you listen to your favorite podcast, it will also be available there as well. So if you subscribe, you'll be able to see that. Sometimes we do some, you know, some surprise shows when Eric is up. You know, it's Stanley Cup playoff time, so we may have some shows like an extra one midweek that you can watch or listen to on on iTunes or or YouTube or Spotify and things like that. But yeah, every Tuesday and Thursday we go live at, at, at 10 Eastern and we're breaking down. The schedule is a little bit different now. We'll, you know, throughout the season, those were the big days and we planned it that way. The big days in the NHL would be Tuesdays and Thursdays. We can kind of recap the weekend on a Tuesday and preview the weekend on a Thursday. And we we had a hard time getting into that, Duke, because just the way the schedule runs, there's like 12 and 13 games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right now, there's only the four as we, you know, get deeper into the playoffs or recapping the night before and previewing the other series that don't land on those Tuesdays and Thursdays. But yeah, you follow um, our YouTube page and check out ftmbets.com. But most of all, I mean, Game Plus Network, there's there's a lot of good reasons to be subscribed over there. Awesome. Awesome stuff there. Once again, Dangle Bet Selly. Listen, Chris, before I let you go, I got a big question for you. Okay, because like you said, we got the playoffs. You know, we're, we're in the hunt here. This is fantastic. If I want to set the mood... Okay, if I want to make sure that I have everything taken care of, I need the proper drinks. I need the proper snacks and and, and food. I want to have everything set up for me so I can I can have uh, the the proper atmosphere so I can make my bets. I can enjoy the playoffs. I can make a couple money, a couple of bucks here. Get my dangle bet Selly fix with you and EY. So so lay it out for me, man. And the Canadian style too. All right. Don't let me down now. Come on, Chris. The Canadian style. What am I drinking and what am I eating to make sure that I have the right juju here so I can make the proper bets? It's <laughs> a good question. It's good questions, yeah, for sure. Well, people just think because I'm north of the border that I just love Labatt's, and we have a fun uh, little Labatt segment on Mean Streets, like your six picks. There's a Labatt six pick of of the night i'm not gonna lie i mean the the hockey fans probably don't want to hear this i'm a big vino drinker so i i don't mind cracking a bottle of vino and watch some hockey but man when the habs are on and, and this year i'm i'm you know, i don't get the habs but man the the nerves and the energy and then the stress and the excitement when the montreal Canadiens were playing the leafs in the playoffs i i was drinking labats and i was it, i was on the edge of my seat watching this hockey hoping the canadians could come back and find a way to beat the maple leafs and luckily it happened but yeah man some nachos right it's uh not, you can never go wrong with nachos it's a nice little finger food uh, that that really does come to mind. Nachos and wings. It's kind of the hockey thing, you know. Even even here north of the border, you go out for a game at a pub. It's you know you get a picture of of whatever they have on draft, or you know some some craft beers that they have. But it's the it's the wings and the nachos, some some finger food. You mentioned betting. I, I did want to give a shout out to FTM Bets too. Like I guess one one thing we do is 
you know, people will ask those questions through the show. Like what's your favorite pick? We always recap at the end. Eric's got his favorite picks. It's hard for him to narrow down. He gives goal scorers and he calls them really well. And when there's 13 games, he likes 13 goal scorers, but he, he does a great job of narrowing down the few. And we give those picks at the very end. And, uh, we also have a pick tracker at FTM bets where I keep track of all my picks over there. So, um, if you are looking to get in on some more picks from the show, you could also uh, check out the website. But yeah, man, what what about you? I mean, you're you're a big hockey guy. What are you what are you drinking and eating when you're watching a little bit of puck? Well, you know, I, I please, I'm a Boston guy, so it's got to be Sam Adams. Oh yeah, uh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's got to be Sam Adams for sure. Uh, and I'm with you. I'm a wings guy. I'm a wings guy, but I'm going to try something though. I got to, instead of doing honey, cause I like, I like to do like a, a, a double fried, almost like a Korean style chicken wing, especially nice. my air fryer. I figured out how to do that to get it so crispy and so crunchy. Like it's just the right flavor there, but I'm going to, I'm going to, instead of using honey, I'm going to go with some maple syrup. Okay, to give my shout out to my Canadian cousin here, Chris Meany, I'm going to do some maple syrup here on my wings so I can make sure I'm ready for Dangle Bet Selly. I can have the right situation. So hopefully I can make a couple of bucks. What do you think about that? I think it's fantastic. And I can't believe I didn't think about that. It's something that I'm probably going to have to do here this evening. And I will definitely report back to you and, and tell you how that works out for me. And I can imagine it's going to work out very well. Air fryers are fantastic. A little bit of pepperoni in there. Uh, I'm doing the honey mustard, but I may have to get into the maple. I love it. I love it. Listen, Chris Meany, you're a great dude, man, and I really appreciate you. Uh, please, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a big invitation. I want you to come back to Duke Loves Wrestling, especially as it relates to some of your other shows, because I know you're a guy that you're not just working hockey season. You're a year-round kind of guy. We want to hear more about uh, where we need to place our bets and how we can have a good time. So I'm going to hold you to that I, one, Chris. I, I appreciate that plug, man, Duke. Uh, anytime you, you want to chat about anything, man, uh, definitely hit me up. This is fantastic. Fantastic. You're a great host and I love what you do. But uh, FTNBets.com, it's we like I said, we keep track of, of absolutely everything over there. We have a couple different handicappers. Uh, one thing about our betting package is if you have it, you have all the picks from everybody across all the sports. We have projections, we have tools on there, you know, models that kind of help and project players so we can find some edges when it comes to props. We have Discord channels where people can hang out. We, we you know, you can ask questions at any moment. Well, there's always, like I said before, I feel like we've created a bit of a fan here and that's what i love so much duke is the relationship that i have with some of the viewers and they're not afraid to ask any questions we have the the 24 7 access uh, to to talk anything that you want you know bankroll management just or hockey did you see that save did you see that play last night um so ftmbets.com slash pricing you can use the promo code meanie m-e-a-n-e-y eeny meeny miny mo <laughs> um you know you can uh that'll save you a little bit of cash but we keep track of everything over there sides totals props futures parlays and you know we keep track of units just so people can have an idea of you know um you know maybe somebody's better at sides maybe somebody's better at props or totals but also for our own credibility um we we want to have uh, the viewers and the people that you know, pay for this subscription to be able to see um, all the picks. And, you know, again, we've been doing okay. We're up to, to 90 units here in the NHL. We were over 100 last year. So I, I do believe that the sport is profitable. Uh, I feel like um, some books haven't caught on to some of the hockey props and shot props like other sports, for example, the NFL and MLB, which I do cover. But appreciate you letting me plug that. Of course, the show is free. 
We give the free picks on the show all the time. We have some fun with some of the hockey picks and props and, and goal scorers and take your fantasy hockey advice or questions if you have them to try to help you win your win your championship leagues because honestly, it really is all about you guys, the viewers, the listeners. We want uh, to make the show entertaining, but we also want to help you guys help create a distraction. Life is, is challenging. It's hard enough. And also put a few bucks in your pocket so you can, uh, you can load up on some wings and watch some hockey. I love it. I love it. Take us out with a promo there for Dangle Bet Selly, Chris. Yeah, Dangle Bet Selly. It's it's absolutely it's everything hockey related. Where are the shots going to come from? The props. Uh, who's going to get the assists? Who's going to get the goals? It is uh, uh, just previewing all the games from a fantasy hockey standpoint, a daily hockey standpoint. Every, anybody out there plays DraftKings or FanDuel, we got you covered there as well. But we want the show to be about you guys. Want to hear your hockey stories? You hear your fantasy hockey bets? Who you're feeling tonight on the ice? And we'll give you a, a little bit of advice as well. But yeah, twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, ten Eastern, live on our FTN YouTube page. I, I tweeted out at Chris Meany. Eric tweets it out at the Eric Young. We tweet it out every every morning, and you can always catch the replays there, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to your podcast, but also on Game Plus Network on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, at 5 Eastern. So strictly hockey all the time, and uh, you know we'll be with you guys until that Stanley Cup is raised, and we'll be previewing next season, and we can't wait to do it. If you are a content creator... And you want a great program that provides studio quality sound, especially when you're doing interviews, then I encourage you to check out Zencaster. That's right, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. It is my absolute favorite program to record with. I encourage everyone to check it out, okay? Visit Zencaster.com for more information. Enjoy. Shout out once again to our friend Chris Meany. Also, our friends over at Anthem Sports and Entertainment, Game Plus Network, the whole crew there. Of course, Access TV here in the United States. Love these folks here. Uh, just fun stuff. Fun stuff there. And I'll tell you, you know, when we think of the NHL, of course, we think of people scoring goals and the excitement of that. As uh, Chris and I talked about, the game has gotten a lot faster over the years, which is great. A lot more excitement. But you know, we can't get away from talking about the hockey fights. Okay? And there were just certain people in the league who were goons, man. I mean, they, they really know how to throw down, make it happen, make it exciting when they have to uh, straighten people out on the ice. And it got me to thinking, in pro wrestling, who would be some of the, the folks who would make great goons in the NHL? Okay, so I'm going to give you my top five. And, and listen, this is in no particular order. This is just my top five in general of who would make good goons in the NHL. Okay, I'm starting off first and foremost with the Beast Incarnate. We're talking about Brock Lesnar. Just, just look at him. Absolute ass-kicking machine, you know, built on destruction. This guy is no one to play around with. Former UFC world champion as well. Just an overall incredible athlete, tough guy. If you really get on his bad side, he is going to tear the whole place up. So Brock Lesnar absolutely makes my list. Next up, Bobby Lashley. Very similar to Brock Lesnar. You know, has an MMA background, a uh, collegiate wrestling background, someone who's not to be messed around with, military service and what have you, been a world champion 
everywhere he's been, not only in the WWE, but also in Impact Wrestling. Bobby Lashley, when you look at him, I mean, my goodness, Bobby Lashley looks like he was carved out of stone. I mean, just muscled up, 100% solid, quickness, power like you wouldn't believe. Can you imagine Bobby Lashley having to take the gloves off and, and having to toss somebody around on the uh, hockey ice? Are you kidding me? In the NHL, good luck to everybody. <laughs> so Bobby Lashley definitely on that list as well. Next one, please. Come on. Do you see this one coming here? Nikita Lyons. Okay. Nikita Lyons. First of all, she has that martial arts background. Okay. So forget about pro wrestling. She has the martial arts background and she is someone that has some great size on her deceptive quickness. She's someone who will not be pushed around by anyone. Can you imagine if Nikita Lyons was in the NHL, I mean, if I was coaching an NHL team, I would put her on that hockey ice just to take out the best player on the other team, okay? Just to goad them into a fight because I know Nikita Lyons would definitely knock them out, man. <laughs> Shout out to Nikita Lyons. She might actually be the best uh, potential NHL goon out there, you know? I don't know. Maybe the Boston Bruins or, or even the... Uh, Montreal Canadiens, they need to reach out to Nikita Lyons and see what's good. Okay. Next up, how about this one? John Moxley, the man formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Can you imagine? I mean, they call him the lunatic fringe. He is someone that just cannot even be controlled. You know, he, he marches to the beat of his own drum. And when he gets out there, man, you better watch yourself there. I'm telling you right now, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call him today or tomorrow, that is one person that would be probably the most beloved goon of them all if he were to ever step out there on the hockey ice there. Certainly, I feel like the NHL is made for people like John Moxley because the dude is just absolutely insane and is not afraid of a good fight. Okay. Last but certainly not least, of course, we mentioned him earlier in the show, Eric Young. I mean, just completely like I said, a, a larger-than-life figure, a cartoon figure come to life. Eric Young would make an incredible hockey goon. First of all, he looks great in a hockey jersey, knows the game very well, so he could be one of those players that, although he, he likes to uh, mix it up out there, he can also you know, make the correct pass or even score the goals himself there. But Eric Young, I can only imagine if he was out there on the ice, he'd be terrorizing whoever steps in his way there because the dude can he can fight and it doesn't matter how big or how small you are the thing about eric young is that he is not someone to play games with okay so eric young absolutely rounds out my top five pro wrestlers who would make great nhl goons what's your list there okay at duke loves wrestling on on at Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. Let me know who are your top five pro wrestlers that you think would make great NHL goons. Would love to see those lists here. It's fun stuff there, man. You know, once again, folks, you got to check out Dangle Bet Selly. 
FDN Bets. It's the Game Plus Network brought to you by Anthem Sports and Entertainment. Check it out. We got the playoffs going right now. This is the perfect time for you to have some fun doing some fantasy hockey. Hopefully win a couple bucks for yourself. Why not? All right. That's right. Okay. Listen, we have another episode of Duke's Rasm podcast that's coming to you this week. Some independent wrestling stars are going to be joining us. So stay tuned for that. You know, I love to do these sports specials, though. I like to mix that in every now and then there. And certainly Chris Meaty, why not? That's just really good dude. Really, really good dude. Definitely we'll have him back on the show. And I plan on uh, maybe joining one of his episodes as well on one of his million shows that he has. Chris is everywhere out there, especially with Game Plus. So that's pretty cool. Okay. As always, folks, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. 